like I know it sounds strange but like yoga from bed to just ease those little twinges can it's so really help. helpful <laughs> and you don't have to leave bed like that's that's the great thing I mean like my partner found it weird when he first got me with me he was like what the hell are you doing I'm like I just I need to stretch baby just leave me alone <laughs> like I, no, I remember doing this in front of my partner for the first time <laughs> Welcome to the Slap Drops Hurt podcast with me, Maisie. And me, Beth. We are two fibro warriors intent on sharing perspectives and stories with the chronic illness community. Expect real talk with a dash of humour thrown in as me and my favourite fibro friend tackle a range of topics. Slut Drops Hurt. Yes, a rather cheeky name. It comes from our common realisation that as two divas with chronic illness, slut dropping in the club is way more challenging for us, as are many more things in life. We hope by sharing our experiences with some of you, we can contribute positively to our Spoonie community. This week, we're discussing sleep, sleep, sleep. We'll be talking about all our tips and tricks to getting a really good night. And this is part one of two. Hello. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm all right. It's always a bit awkward when we start talking, isn't it? Always. There's always like just a second of... Oh, <laughs> we're recording now. Um, I'm yes, all right. How are gotta you? Got to get the game face on. I'm doing okay. It's been a it's been an up and down week. <laughs> yeah, I like what you've done with your office space. It's very cute. Thank you. I have my plants. I like it. Most of them are dying because <laughs> I am a terrible plant mum. I'm trying. I've managed. My parlor palm's doing okay. That's about it. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. That maybe I'll change the space up a bit when I have the energy. But yeah, <laughs> shall we talk about what we're talking about today? Which is sleep. Yes, sleep, sleep, and more sleep. How <laughs> do you get good sleep? Um, which is an. I'll let you know question. when I find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as we all know, fibromyalgia sufferers can really, really have difficulty getting to sleep and getting restorative sleep, and also just like getting into deep sleep. It is a natural thing with the condition. So if you haven't heard about that before, guys, you're not going crazy. That is completely normal. <laughs> so yeah, you go through insomnia and then next thing you know, you're sleeping way too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Insomnia is the worst as well. Cause like, I don't know about you, but I feel like my body is tired all day and then it gets to the crucial moment and I'm awake and I'm like, mate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, but also I find that, especially with insomnia, I, my brain is not functioning by the time mm-hmm. I've realized I'm not going to be sleeping tonight. So I can't even do anything productive with it. Mm-hmm. Like I just have to lay there and I'm like, okay, then <laughs> I'm awake. You do the thing. You have to try and get yourself out of the habit. Don't you of going, well, if I go to sleep now, I'll have five hours sleep. If I go yeah. to sleep now, I'll have four hours sleep. And it's like, yeah, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't. That to the, time. the more pressure you put yourself, put on yourself to get a decent amount of sleep the less sleep you're gonna get <laughs> and it's hard because it's so frustrating you're just like just 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 sleep like come on yeah like my uh, partner next to me is uh, snoring with how much sleep he's getting why can't I sleep that loudly that's so tricky like my my husband does the same thing so snorry it's, and it's not his fault but sometimes I look at him like I want to kill you like yeah. <laughs> I will slap a biage if you yeah. carry on this is why, and it sounds excessive, but I think this is a reasonable accommodation. Like when we moved house this year, although it's costing us more money, we have two bedrooms. 
Like, Mm. because we'll often start off the night together, but if it's too much, he'll just go to the next room. It has, although expensive, disability is expensive. It has helped massively (laughs) with that. Yeah, that's that's the next milestone for us is to get a place with two bedrooms so that we can, because we get annoyed with each other as well, especially when it's like 3 a.m. Both of you are tired and you're both in a bad mood because neither of you are getting decent sleep because you're poking them being like, you're snoring. Can you roll over or something? Yeah. And they're like, I'm not even snoring. And it's like, it's just a figment of my imagination, is it? (laughs) My favorite one is I'm not asleep. It's like you are. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you are asleep. <laughs> Darling. Oh bless him. He feels guilty and then I feel guilty. And yeah, the second one just removes the tired. whole thing. Like he can go to work feeling restored. I can go to work feeling restored the next day. And then the weekend's a different story because live together. Like it's just yeah. Yeah, there's less pressure then, isn't there? This is it. Yeah. Such a pain. Such a pain. But um, what what are some sort of hacks that you have found with sleep? Obviously, you've had this condition ones. a while. Yeah, I have found some good ones. I think the key is trying to prepare your body for sleep, which is which is not always great. Like when you when you because sometimes you can hit a real. I don't know about you, but I sometimes can hit a real up of energy at the end of the day. And then yeah. I have to tell myself, don't spend it because you're going to want to go to sleep. So that's really annoying. But yeah, a few hours before bed, just try and get think, OK, well, I need to get into the sleep mode of life. So what I do then is I don't drink any caffeine. <laughs> um, that is a big key one. I actually don't drink any caffeine um, from like two o'clock onwards in the day now. Um, I switch to non-caffeinated coffee and stuff. Um, because it, it keeps it out of my system. So that's been a really helpful trick. Um, and then I just um, sort of make time to have like a nice hot bath, um, which I found is really useful. And um, I have these magic bath salts. Now, I own, I'll, I'll admit, right, I was using regular bath salts, which was relaxing enough because relaxing is important for sleep. Um, but I found these magic ones like three weeks ago, <laughs> courtesy of my nephew, Ollie. Uh, thank you, nephew, Ollie. Uh, shout out to you um, because they're by West Lab and they're mindful ones and they are just. A yeah, West Lab a lot of um, products, don't they, yeah. that sort of tend to help. and this blend it's called mindful bath salts it's a beautiful blend of herbal oils and has added cbd oil in it and i find that so relaxing like it just oozes relaxation so that's been good so preparing for sleep is important is what i'm saying amazing yes you know i sort of have a similar thing but at the same time it's the total opposite of you (laughs) so so for example with caffeine I'm not a coffee drinker anyway I'm a tea drinker so it's still caffeinated but a lot less um so I stopped drinking tea by 6 p.m um Mm -hmm. that'll be if I'm gonna have a cup of tea it has to be before six otherwise we're not doing it and also sugary drinks and stuff like I love um coca-cola and everything but it's like mm, mm-hmm. I only drink that up until like 4 p.m otherwise that's my day ruined that's <laughs> yeah, wise and only a little bit you know I can't have too much of it um and in terms of like relaxation and everything I, I don't have a bath unfortunately I just have a shower but I did get a shower seat recently very nice <laughs> but I find that the shower does the opposite for me I find a shower wakes me up mm-hmm. um it's that just seems to be my my body's response yeah. to to being I don't know 
washing cream. <laughs> so I'm sort of the complete opposite. I will um, spend a good like two hours in bed as yeah. my relaxation time, um, getting comfortable, sort of figuring out, I don't know, almost being sort of like mindful of the day. I'll sort of retrack my day in my head and be like, right, cool. That's like a mental checklist done. I can relax. I don't have anything more to think about or worry about for now. Mm-hmm. So then I can start switching my brain off and start getting comfortable. But um, do you have any tricks for when, say, you can feel insomnia kicking in or you're having a, especially a, like, a difficult pain day, like trying to yeah. get comfortable in bed is really difficult. Are there any mm. sort of tricks of the trade that you use for that? Um, yes. Um, so <laughs> the main thing I find is I find it really hard when insomnia starts kicking because there's nothing filling that space. So like, especially if I'm in pain, I'm like, all I can focus on is this pain and the fact that I'm probably not going to get to sleep. So to remove that element, I try and read, even if it's just a short story or poem or something, I keep that by my bed, try and read to make my eyes tired and take my mind off something, but then it's not something tied to my life. So then I'm not worrying about being productive for the next day or entering back into sort of like life mode. Um, Mm. Another thing I do, and I find this really helpful anyway, just to try and get to to sleep is I use a meditation. Um, So I actually use a yoga nidra meditation and they are sort of guided to take you down to like a specific wavelength. I think it's a beta wave. Um, So you go into a really deep relaxed state um and that can be really helpful and like in in sort of getting to the point of inducing sleep which Hmm. is really good and also take your mind away from the pain because you're listening to someone's voice on a recording I found it on Spotify just type in yoga nidra loads of them come up or sleep meditations and that can be really helpful and just sort of diverting your energy if you don't want to do that um another thing I find especially if I'm worrying about things that have happened to me in the day I keep my journal by my bed and I write like five bullet points of what's bothering me and then five positive things from the day um that can be really nice as well yeah so finding I love yeah I love all of that as sort of meditative and positive thinking like that's what all of that is sort of kind of geared towards um but I especially love the idea of of keeping these things sort of by your bed so they're well within easy reach keeping them I assume you keep them in your uh, fibro emergency box like I do do. (laughs) yeah within the arm's reach you've got everything you need (laughs) it's in a little bag um, and the bag has an oreo cookie on the front of it because it's cute love it um and so I can (laughs) just like grab over grab the bag and I can actually put it up so it's a little bit uh, it's like one of those hemp bags so it's like sits like a box but I can pull it up if I need it's good yeah my box has got little handles on each yeah. side so I can just grab whatever's closest no but I love the idea that um to get kind of restorative and restful and comfortable sleep when it's the most difficult I find it's really interesting that to depending on the mood and what's bothering you whether you take yourself out of the world to get to sleep or do you put yourself back in it and make notes but I find that really interesting that that's very that is very much like a personal thing and it's very much how your day's been or how your week's going or how you're feeling generally um mood wise I think that's really really interesting and I think that could help a lot of people that maybe haven't given those things a try yet definitely and also with the meditation thing so you don't want to do the journal thing you can select uh, meditations that are on like sort of recognizing what's happened in your day and then just letting it go like Mm. things like that are really good and I know people can get really like 
sort of put off by the word meditation, especially because I hate to say it, doctors do fly around a lot when it comes to <laughs> care and then don't really tell you how to use it as a positive step. And it's like, well, what you think I'm just going to think and feel better? Um, like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Um, it's about sort of getting it into your day and remembering that your brain is also an organ and very connected to your body. Even if you don't have fibro or a chronic condition, I would swear by that. Um, and so just giving it time um, because often stress can bring on some really bad symptoms. So it's just about maybe combating that as well mm. um, and being open-minded to it. If you go into a meditation thinking this ain't going to work, it's not going to work. Um, so. Well, I actually have a suggestion for people that are maybe not so meditation inclined or mm-hmm. kind of a bit wary. Yeah, it's not it for anyway. everyone. Yeah. No, it's definitely not. And as, as helpful as I personally have found it, I actually started off using the app Calm, which I think has gotten really popular in the last couple of years. But that's kind of how I started off. And this was before fibro, well, the official diagnosis anyway. And this was to sort of combat anxiety in second and third year of uni. I struggled horrifically with anxiety for mm-hmm. two years. Well, years but for these two years specifically and I started to use the app Calm which um, you can choose like sleep ones but I would choose just a 10 minute long one free (laughs) because lord knows I was poor (laughs) and I would just sit there and it kind of just takes you through and it is meditation in a way but also it's a way of disconnecting from the world it will talk to you and it will tell you to okay focus on the physical feeling of this part of your body and it will take you through every part of your body but instead of making it like it's meditation clear your mind it doesn't do that what it does is it kind of like it tells you what to do Mm. and it's very sort of instructive and I thought that was a really nice break into meditation obviously years later I started to do a bit more yoga and getting a bit more sort of into it I guess but for, for a newbie that didn't really understand it or maybe didn't really want to understand it either I did find it helpful in letting the day go because I would hold on to every little action every little word every little mistake I'd made Mm -hmm. like that time I tripped over in front of people didn't land like it didn't fall over I just tripped (laughs) but you know and it just helped me like let these small things go that didn't impact me in any way but I was letting them and it's yeah so I would 100% if you're a little bit nervous or don't really know where to start with meditation I would 100% start with a free app and just see how you get on like don't spend money on these things mm-hmm. like, unless you obviously unless you want to and you find that it really really works and whatever but if you're a bit skeptical to begin with 100% there are so many apps and there's podcasts and there's Spotify now like you can get all of these things you know, for free and they're well worth giving a go. The worst that's going to happen is it doesn't work for you. Yeah. I think what you've said there is really valuable, like, because that just broke it down so well. The idea (laughs) of just like remembering to let go of the day and you're right. Like those resources are out there. And what is the worst that could happen? Okay. It doesn't work for you. Mm. Adapt to something else, like, or use it as part of a combined thing. Like, you know, whatever works for people. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. This is, yeah, this is it. And I've got to say, when um, for for me personally, I found what you said about the the journal and keeping a book and um, meditation and everything. I think that that's all really helpful because it together as a combined thing, what you're really doing is shutting down. Mm-hmm. You're not really putting pressure on yourself by doing any of them, by missing any of the steps, or not doing any of them, or doing all of them. But what you are doing on difficult days 
is breaking something down and making it seem a little bit less scary and less challenging, like trying to get to sleep when you're in pain. And I think we don't realize how much we hold on to things like and how much they can actually cause background stress that we're sometimes not aware is is there. Um, So, yeah, it's it's important to like it's a form of self-care. Like at the end of the day, it's just giving yourself some time to digest the day, Um, you know. And now in lockdown, I realized how much I actually wasn't doing that before. No, um, completely. I could not agree more with that because it was very much I would. So with your journaling, for example, I would kind of do that mentally in my head on the way home from work, like on my walk mm-hmm. or in the taxi or the bus, whatever mode of transport I've needed that day. And I've done it then. And then I've got home and, you know, just cracked on with my evening. But doing it this during lockdown, it's very much like you do it when you realize when you actually need it, not when you have time for it. You figure out that actually this part of my day is necessary for me. And you don't have to do it. You don't have to sit there and write paragraphs. Sometimes I do. Sometimes like my brain will flow and I'll be like, oh, actually, I really need to get this off my head. Um, Like, and I'll sit back and realize, go, that's why I'm so anxious today. Um, That's why I'm really stressed out. Okay, we can deal with that tomorrow. Um, Other days I don't do it. Like it depends what I need and when I need it and what my brain needs to switch off. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's switching the brain off is important. (laughs) Um, It definitely definitely. is. Do you, I I don't know about you, but uh, another issue with sleep and getting into the mode of sleeping, restless leg syndrome. It is the bane of my life. So I have a couple of hacks of my own, but do you have any that you'd like to share? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so I get restless legs nearly every night. Oh, I hate them. Um, yeah, me too. I hate them with a vengeance. <laughs> it's one of the worst symptoms uh, that happens. The most annoying. Brain. It really is because it's like no control and it does annoy, like it keeps my partner up as well. Yeah. So, that's the most God annoying the two part. bedrooms. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God for the two bedrooms because I can annoy him as well. Um, so the best way to combat that one, and I, I know I'm privileged because I have a bath, so I make good use of it. Again, costs me much more in my rental life, but it's worth it. Um, so with my bath, I've found that that can really help like soothe my muscles as well as like be great for my mindfulness. It really soothes my muscles. And I have found that the CBD crystals that I was talking about have been really good at creating a bit of an extra effect. Then I team that um with some massage oil from mcc which i know we talk a lot about but this is a oil specifically designed to help with things like the muscle magic one isn't it the muscle magic one that's the one and i just lather that on um and then sometimes if i'm having really bad restless leg pain i'll use their pain slayer product as well about 20 minutes after and i find that really can ease it down because it can be quite painful uh so they're my key ones that I use. Amazing. Well, I was going to say mine's actually quite sort of similar, actually. Um, obviously, minus the the bath, but in place of a bath, I'll stretch. Nice. Like, um, so I'll st- I'll stay in bed and do it. Like this isn't a get up and do a yoga session. This is very much lay in bed, stretch my leg up as far as I'll go, using my hands to support it, obviously. But basically, trying to wear my leg out in a constructive, non-harmful way. <laughs> so that's, that's the first thing I do. 
And then I also use the MCC uh, muscle relaxant. Uh, just for people out there, if you don't want to use MCC products, there are loads of others yeah, that I've tried that do work. Where you can get CBD balms mm -hmm. that can be really helpful for some people. Another thing that I've tried is a menthol um, cream, which is really, you can, can get all sorts of menthol creams. Yeah, but they really just kind of get into the muscles and they untense them. I don't know how they do it, but it, but they work. Yes, the <laughs> so it is herbs. completely up to you and up to your body what works for you. But finding some form of relaxant oil or balm or cream can be really helpful for restless leg. Obviously, beware, you will make your bed sheets a little bit sticky because oil. But <laughs> this is why I have dark colored bed sheets. Like, Same. I just can't deal. <laughs> I'm just like, I know that there's going to be oil stains on there. And uh, God knows what someone else would think that is. Um, so, <laughs> so it's always black, um, <laughs> um, always black or navy on, on my bed. Um, it's got to be. <laughs> oh, it's got to be. Comment, it? um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other thing as well, like, so I find stretching really useful because my back, my back oh. can really hurt when I'm trying to get to sleep, I think it's because it's all the office chair sitting up in the day and not moving around enough. Um, you can have an ergonomic so, chair and it still hurts. It will still hurt, you. yeah. <laughs> so as well as the oils and everything, I sometimes I spend a lot of time in just child's pose on my bed. Like I'll just like yep. lie there and just like really give my back a good stretch and like go into a bit of cat pose as well. And like, I know it sounds strange, but like yoga from bed, to just ease those little twinges can it's so really help. helpful <laughs> and you don't have to leave bed like that's the, that's the great thing I mean like my partner found it weird when he first got me with me he was like what the hell are you doing I'm like I just I need to stretch baby just leave me alone <laughs> like I, no, I remember doing this in front of my partner for the first time <laughs> <laughs> we've been together for about a year and obviously I'd only sort of just got the diagnosis so beforehand I was like oh everybody has back pain when they get into bed mm -hmm. but the minute I started doing yoga and started doing it from bed especially during a flare he was like what are you doing and I'd be like just stretching out my back and he's like but that's not how you stretch out your bag. And it's like, that's how I do. <laughs> like, it feels relieving. It yes, feels so it's good. It's it's like, if you want to help, you can give it a massage in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Bless Dave. He's got to the point where he's like, will it help if I put some pain slayer on your back? Like some oils on your back. I'm like, yeah, please do yes, that. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Good fibro 100%. partner. Um, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, yoga in bed can be really, really useful. We should do a tutorial on that, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> to do yoga from bed. Yoga from bed. Um, <laughs> and the other thing as well, I, I'll show it actually. I've got it here to reduce the back pain. Um, I keep it in my office actually. I use one of these in the day. Uh, so this is a back support and you wear it on your back uh, like this. So you sort of loop it round like so. And I wear it for oh God, a few that hours looks like a day. such a pain to get on. Yes, you can use the Velcro straps, but I don't want to ah. readjust it because it will get caught in my jumper. Um, but it will hold me up. Makes my boobs look great as well. But um, it, <laughs> it does. It will hold me up like this. And um, I can just like lean into it, but it's actually making my posture sit right. So yeah, get me one of those. I've got a hunchback. Honestly, yeah, it's fabulous. I'm Amazon, absolutely fabulous. You can wear it around the house as well, but I find it really helps when I'm in the office or here. Um, and I've had this since uni, this one. Um, and basically it just realigns your back. And then I find by the time I get to bed, it's, it's not as bad. 
as it used mm. to be. So yeah, I might have to get myself one of those. Really helps when you're resting at the end of the day because uh, again. When you rest at the end of the day, sometimes all those pains can come out. <laughs> yes, so. completely. I, I do find if I, I mean, my usual sort of day to day is that I think we were talking about this earlier is that sort of from 3 p.m. is when I start to crash. Mm-hmm. But on days that, that doesn't happen, I can tell you that that is going to be the day that I can't sleep because of pain. Yeah. Because I've been either too busy, too occupied, or just have not paid attention to my body. By the time I get into bed and allow myself to relax, I'm like, that's where all my pain was yeah. and, sometimes <laughs> and I'm suddenly like, riddled in it they're looking like what have I done oh yeah no. like, like, what did I do it's I like, don't remember running a marathon today yeah and you can be like damn I was being such a good spoonie damn it uh, this is what I always think I'm like oh what a great day and then I get to bed nope overdid it overdid it <laughs> I hope people are realizing that it's like it's completely normal all this sleep crazy stuff Thanks for listening to the Slut Drops Hurt podcast. Part two of the episode is available now on YouTube and your podcast streaming service. Connect with us for news on our latest podcast projects and much more. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok under the name Slut Drops Hurt. For now, we are sending gentle hugs and wishing you all the spoons you need.